people think little girls should be seen and not heard, but I think oh bondage up yours. Welcome, 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 welcome. Oh, welcome to the Dharma Nasty podcast. This is Mistress Velvet, and we have a very special guest on today, coming to us from the Stripper Stories podcast. Yes, it's Chloe. <laughs> nice to see you. This is super cool. I'm kind of glad that we're doing this kind of crossover thing. Um, haven't done it before. So this is cool. Really nice to meet you. Yes. yes. I love it. Love I know. it. We, we could call it a meeting when we're like halfway across the world. So I'm coming out of New York today. Um, so I get around a little bit to normal times. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And I'm from London, so I'm in uh, Shoreditch, which is East London. So, yeah, it is, um, it's dark times here at the moment. It's very, very COVID, like, restricted. You know, I can barely leave the house. So that's really fun for me and my sex life. I don't know how about how you feel about that. It's really oh, not yeah. What, which, which one you mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm, Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? Oh, yeah. I actually have been joking with people, but so one of the perks I, you know I don't know if this this kind of happens to some of my friends that can as well and we can kind of get in the nitty-gritty of that but mm-hmm. we all probably have a P.O. box somewhere I don't know what that would be called in England but uh, P.O. box what do you mean like a uh, mailing address that is through the post office and not oh I see right 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 yeah we don't <laughs> we don't fucking use those over here I mean we kind of do when you're when you're ordering like thongs <laughs> or like sending out your slutty thong <laughs> but that's about it really do you do you sell okay. your um your uh old clothing I don't know about that uh I haven't recently but I did sell a pair of fused panties once and it was such a weird experience <laughs> why but just because it, um, they requested, it was, it was, I was a baby dom at the time, and they requested, like, I, I wear a pair of Hello Kitty underwear. That's nice. <laughs> That's a little bit, <laughs> like, like, age play, isn't it? As it just, they were trying to do that. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I was like, okay, well, bless you. Here's, here's my $100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just don't ask me to say anything you know fucking outrageous I'll wear the pants and that's about it but thank you very much <laughs> um but the nice part is you know usually people kind of can send me tributes or other fun things and we just came from Christmas time which was usually a major holiday and I still got a little bit of gifties but I've got some like this amazing uh hands-free harness mm, and nice. I'm like, what do I who do I get to put this in <laughs> <laughs> I know right if I was working I would be able to have some fun with it but seeing as I'm not I know it's difficult it's really fucking difficult I've got my little I, I've even <laughs> Ooh, yeah, what's know. your favorite thing in that fuck knows I mean oh, well I've got this well this was from another podcast <laughs> you won't be able to see this on the when you're listening to the podcast but it's one of these just standard. This is what I wear. <laughs> what I'm actually doing my recording. I'm like, oh yeah, because it's just you could just fucking do it. It's a cat mask. Everyone that is listening to this, um, I just have so many masks and like hoods and 
things I use for work. A nice double-ended dildo that I got donated to me. That's my favorite toy in the world. Donated. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Donated. So that's that's the word. It's so yeah. For me, I'm like, oh, they're not donating for tribute. <laughs> you meant to give this to me. I, I'm like, I'm still waiting on a couple of you to send me your Christmas gifts. Naughty list. <laughs> <laughs> All of you. That's good. Pretty so much how are you, you? Yeah. How are you finding it? Um, working or like I, do, I guess you do like pay pig stuff. Do you do any of that from like afar? So yeah, the pay pig, the fin dom situation. I've got to be honest. I, I do a little bit, but it is a lot less common, you know. And I I've talked to quite a bit of doms as well, and in terms of that, you know, those people are like the golden goose. <laughs> and and part of me is more interested in just you know having more of a normal dynamic right as well um it gets a little tedious and it's hard to say that but it's um there's only like one out of you know every 10 subs that is in that category where they just want to be financially dominated and then on top of it they're kind of boring compared to some of the other things we get used to. Absolutely. I completely agree. But I mean, like you said, they are the whales. You've got to fucking catch them if you can. They are they're a good little supplement to the income if they ever do come along. Um, yeah, I mean, we, it kind of in the stripper, stripper kind of world, I guess cam world, which is kind of what I'm more in now, like our thing for that would be our sugar daddies that don't have sex with you. So that's really fucking difficult to find. Not that I was ever a full service anyway, because that was just where I drew the line myself. But mm-hmm. lots of my friends um, are escorts and and do, do full service uh, work. So I'm just like, babes, if you could decompartmentalize your brain, fucking yes for you that is the vibe I like I just for me I'm just too simple of mind I cannot do it um so to find a a sugar daddy that can that would not want anything more than companionship is like the kind of golden goose of the stripping world you know they're Uh, hard to find (laughs) absolutely yeah you're like "Mm, sugar baby it's so much work I have quite a few friends who do it as well and Mm -hmm. that's that it's a whole other relationship you know, um, it's hard not to have this question come up because it comes up for me and it comes up for a lot of people. But the question of like when you tell someone you're in a relationship, what the shit you do is. Right. But do you tell them? <laughs> That's the thing. Like I've had so many conversations with people and they're like, do you, are you honest? I'm like, yes, I fucking am. Like this so, job I did before you and I'll do after you and just fucking deal with it. That's how I, you know, and it's a lot. I know a ton of people that aren't, and I wasn't originally, um, or I wasn't immediately. I think the time period in which I tell someone now, it's like, what well, we're, we're on date three. It's time. <laughs> Two, maybe even, you know, like it's just, we're immediately like, yeah. I don't know if we're banging, I'm going to tell you because I'm not dealing. If you say something nasty, then gigs off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <this> point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can find another dick where this dick has come yes. from. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Pretty much. Yeah. So I used to, you know, even get in relationships with people and wait like we're six months in and then be like so by the way um you know when I said I was modeling um well some of it's naked and some of it I 
involves me hurting people and some other more intimate things. But don't worry, like I don't. Yeah, it was like I I don't even do penetrative work, um, and I've still gotten some crass responses like, well, "I can't believe you're selling your flesh." <laughs> kind of like yawn, Ugh. literally Ugh. yawn. This is literally what like people have been doing. Men, women, like cats and dogs have been doing since the dawn of time. You know, sex work is literally the oldest profession. I say this every mm-hmm. podcast. I'm like, why in 2021 are we still like shocked by this? Like everyone so- just acts shocked about everything that's coming to light. And you're like, is it just because we have a camera on now? Right. Or and people are just like, been- yeah. Or people are just unapologetically doing it now. And like, or, you know, when women couldn't vote, Oh, back in those dark times or when women couldn't, you know, uh, have money for herself because she had to depend on a husband. That's when she'd go and think, oh, OK, maybe I'll go and do some sex work on the side because no one will find out about it. Because it's like it's like what women were pushed to almost, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, it was because of like we didn't have a, enough or more options. Now people are shocked that we do it because we have more options. They're like, why would you want to do this with all the options you've got now? Yeah. As a woman, you could vote. You know, you could get a job just like any other man. Why would you want to work <laughs> in a strip club? I'm like, uh, well, because I get paid more than a man in a strip club. And I get, you know, in, in the sex industry, a woman gets paid more than a man. First of all, like, first of all. And second of all, I fucking love it. What is wrong with that? Like, yeah, it bothers me. It bothers me. I, I could talk about it till I'm blue in the face and the clit. <laughs> I literally could. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it is as well. And it's interesting because um, I have gotten jobs that are the, you know, in men's industries, you know, being a boss lady. And there's some satisfaction to that. But they are backbreaking and miserable sometimes in comparison. And even when I have them, I still like to do this work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the funny part. People are, yeah, same. they're like, well, but you have other income, right? And I, well, none of it actually, uh, yeah, starts at $300 an hour and uh, goes up from there on a sliding scale <laughs> and yeah. actually values my time in this way. Yeah, absolutely. And you get to meet some really interesting people who really trust you, who... You know, I think you get to see a lot more of, of I don't, don't want to say the woman or the man either. Like, and as, you know, as human nature goes, we get to see it. I think that it's quite a, quite a kind of, I don't know. I find it quite like a sacred thing to do. I'm like, oh, okay, you're coming to me. You trust me. You trust me with your dick wishes, your pussy wishes. You trust me with that. Like even your own partners, you don't trust with that. You know, like... I get to hear people's deepest, darkest secrets and I fucking love it, you know? First of all, that's amazing. And second of all, there is the thing too where it's like, even if it's not my thing, I I have a friend who says a very lovely turn of phrase for it. She's like, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Yeah, right. You know, (laughs) it's like, if you love this and it doesn't hurt anyone, then by all means, let's fucking have at it. Right. Let's do it. Yes, this is exactly how I feel. Oh, yeah, it's so refreshing to hear someone else say that. Like, as long as it's consensual and it's not hurting anyone else and both people are, you know, consensual, want to do it, fine. Just people, like, get a grip and stick your noses out, you know? 
sex is like sex is just whatever you want it to be i think and um working in the sex industry is exactly the same so i think 100 percent less judgment more fucking i don't know what what would we want is that a cat there's a cat in the back, and I'm sorry. He gets really, he's very upset that he's not um, in the podcast. He's like, people like kitty play. I saw the cat mask. Excuse you. Let me in here. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I love cats. I've got a cat. My bad little familiar here. Oh, let me see. <gasps> Such a dream. Oh, kitties. Don't even start with me. Oh, look at his bow tie. Oh, I can't. This is mine. <laughs> that is the most he's, fabulous. He's literally got a flat face. Someone's just kicked him with a shovel. That is my cat. Yeah. He's Amazing. out of the room because he'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, I should have locked this one. No, no, I, prefer, I literally prefer it. I wish I had mine with me right now. It'd be on my head, like burying. Um, so, yeah, I think you should maybe ask some questions because we're getting off topic here, aren't we? We're talking about kitties. <laughs> like, it's okay. Fucking don't right. mind. So, I mean, I'm also curious what, you know, you might have to ask considering, I don't know how many doms you get to talk to. Well. It's probably probably a good deal now since they're all online too. (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to know a few things like about how you're dealing with Corona. That's what I'm kind of like, I hate talking about Corona because Corona, 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 that's what we fucking talk about. But I I... Obviously, you don't work in the job world anymore. And like, you know, even when I did, it was fucking years ago. So tell me now, what is it like in 2021 for a dom in Corona? (laughs) So, you know, I also am like, oh, the fucking pandemic. We're, you know, we're getting on this point where we just, we're all about to explode. (laughs) You know, if we don't. Sexually and otherwise. Yeah, literally. And otherwise, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, stick that vaccine in my goddamn arm. (laughs) I want to go out. I want to go out <laughs> and play with willies. Yeah, right. All right. Right. Um, and the thing is that I took a bit of a break. Um, I was doing this work heavily nine years ago, ten years ago. Um, and then I took a break for two and a half years um, of doing it formally. Um, except for like my very special clients um, that I've known for ages. Um, And then I came back to it more heavily only in the past year and a half. Wow. Oh, well, I guess two, two years. Mm. Um, But in 2019, 2020, right before this unfolded and It was already kind of surprising to me in the ways, even before the pandemic, that things are starting to change. Mm, Yeah. Um, And the more I understand now, without trying to get completely in a political rant, is that the landscape's constantly changing due to technology. The landscape's constantly changing due to the rules. Yeah. Um, And by by that, I mean there were new rules (laughs) that I was not expecting. Right. So I don't know what those are in England, and I do know that I've, I have I don't even have the name on hand, but I remember a couple of like really exciting stories in which like, a very out dom ran, ran for office in London um, years back. And there, 
is there as much of an internet censorship dynamic coming to play there? Um, you know what? I think in that world, as ever, it is very underground. Like, you know, unless you know someone who's, you know, suggested you, you know, kind of, uh, kind of, I guess, introduced you into that world, I people would not know about it. It's really not. And especially there's only a few dom houses that are like, and dungeons that are were, were up and running just before COVID. And now a lot of them have closed, unfortunately. They're not going to reopen. Um, it's especially here with, I guess, our rules. I'm not sure what it's like in the US because I never worked over there. But um, there still is this kind of uh, preconceived notion that you can just do anything in these dungeons. And there is still like there are rules you know it's not just a free-for-all you can't just go for it um there are unless it's a private house which um they're not really doing well at all anymore but um yeah in soho they're all shut and there are massive rules and especially now with corona the two meter rule when you're in a dungeon isn't a good fucking rule to be having um so yeah it is it's still a very hidden very kind of shamed unfortunately there's loads of horophobia around it. Um, yeah, and it's really sad. It's part of the reason why I came out of that industry, to be honest, because it was just like... And also, Fifty Shades of Grey fucked it. Like, absolutely fucked it. When that fucking... Oh, God. Thing, when that show came out, people were, like, queuing up to go to the fucking dungeons. Like, oh, this is what, you know, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. No, that is not what actually happens. And let me just, you know, go. I get to go and abuse some ladies. It sounds great. <laughs> like, there's been, a, unfortunately, a lot of things I've heard in the media just that are horrible. Um, even Netflix, they decided to release some show called Bonding. And I watched, like, the first three episodes of it and was like, this is absolute trash. It's, it, you know, it was the convey the way it conveyed a dungeon is, like, Nothing I, that, that I know even exists. It, it's just not. I haven't seen it. Accurate. What was it like? It, you know, it was like it was like, oh yeah, you can just go in this dungeon and have a free for all, and yeah. people are going to get stabbed or abused, or it's just like you know, not anywhere near the actual reality of the layers and layers of safety precautions that have been in every dungeon I've ever worked in. Yeah, right. And so that kind of was toxic and I wrote the show off and I actually heard from a couple of the ladies over here in the New York scene that they got so much shit from sex workers that they um just got dragged and they had to invite quite a few prominent doms to consult on the second season wow so I'm happy about that part yeah I mean, that's mental, like, how they're doing that, how that's, how that's okay. It's almost like, um, I don't know if it's, well, it's not similar at all, but it kind of is. Bridgerton, have you watched that fucking show on Netflix? Oh, God, I've heard of that one too. It's fucking horrendous, because they literally are like, like, I don't know, publicising like male rape. Like, it's fucking crazy. I'm like, we're talking about, you know, right now in the fucking media, it being like, Consent, consent. No, isn't just no doesn't just mean no. Maybe does when you're not really sure. Does you know when someone's really not giving you the eye? Does okay. That works for women. It works for men too. So why why the fuck is Netflix literally filming a, a scene where a man gets 
that kind of treatment. And just because yeah. it's a man, how is that okay? Like, for me, I just don't think Netflix has got a fucking clue, to be honest. But... Uh, it's very clear they don't. I mean, and also, you know, admittedly, Fifty Shades of Grey came from books, so we can go over here and look at the author originally, but I don't think they spent a lot of time in real dungeons. <laughs> no, exactly. So tell me about <laughs> tell me about that. So like, how many dungeons do you think you've worked in? Um, okay, so I have worked in three dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually... Things have been so close, neither interesting turn events. I ended up working for a lovely dungeon in Colorado um, this year because all of, as you're right, all of the houses in New York have been closed. Um, and really, I mean, since almost this time last year, since like March. Wow. Um, so the people I know that are really still thriving in any person to person capacity are the ones that have their own private house and just a singular space um to play that they're able to kind of quarantine people in and all sorts of fun things like that but the the mixed play you know the other houses are I don't know of any open right now no um so it's interesting like I said I'm running off of largely my previous list of subs you know um trying to get creative on how to make them punish themselves before. Yeah, <laughs> right. Things, you know, just like, what can I do? Um, but that was a really incredible little experience because actually it was like a dungeon. One of the, it was closer to the bigger size dungeons in New York that I usually would not use unless I have a special client because they cost, they take a huge chunk. Yeah. How much do they take? Um, so the ones in New York would take like back when these were an option, if I wanted, you know, a huge playroom with just everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would need to put that like 150 an hour. Wow. Um, just, just for renting the space or, yeah. or more. Yeah. Um, depending on what kind of troublesome things I needed. Yeah. And sanitizing needs to happen later. Yeah. But the the dungeon I worked, you know, it was just two other doms and I think she really understood the times and so the cut was not crazy at all. Wow. Um so I was really lucky to have that pretty much up until um October. That's good. That's really good. And how how many hours would you like work, for instance? Uh, like how many hours is like your maximum that you could fucking do like same because <laughs> I know girls who literally work like fucking they'll have session after session after session and I'm like hun give yourself a break have a glass of wine for fuck's sake like literally so what are you like oh yeah you I think I may have been like that you know before when I was trying to put myself through undergrad mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I'm kind of beyond that in any capacity <laughs> yeah yeah I I just uh especially in this time uh, you know everyone talks about mental health that I'm talking about you know I'm like oh yeah just trying to hold on to our mental health um because if you're not too it's gonna come out in some sessions um it's very delicate work in that way mm. um that yeah I guess if I'm pissed <laughs> or something or just not quite with it I think that it does 
kind of transfer when you're having these in-person control-based sessions. Um, So I take all that into mind and I definitely, I mean, I don't do anything back-to-back anymore. I think that's a baby doll mistake, in fact. Mm. Um, Just like someone going to a therapy session or a really intense workout, you need like an hour after. (laughs) Yeah, you do. To decompress, to unload, even regarding the aftercare, you know, that on either side, um, it's huge. And so that's something that is just programmed in now. Um, and honestly, I don't think I could have gotten enough people to run into that exact problem, but I'm pretty careful with scheduling. So mm. I don't find that level of burnout issues anymore. Um, Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think obviously things have have things changed even before Corona with like the amount of people that would come to you or the amount of clients that you'd have. Has it gone a lot less or a lot more or how does that work? Um, Well, it's, it's so interesting. It's just, it's just uh, how people come. People tend to come either because by referral now. So Mm -hmm. I used to, and I'm also super thankful for that. I realize that's not an experience that everyone can have because um, through this, by the way, my Dom page has been completely yanked from Instagram. All I have is the podcast page left. Wow. Has it done that? They've done it. So, you know, I'm (laughs) extremely lucky, you know, I'll build it back at some point, but it is just horrendous if people, this is the part that's like, it's not even COVID related. It's just the trash of how these laws, especially in the US and especially Instagram and all these tech companies being like, oh God, titties. So, I can't yeah. deal with that. That makes me so angry. You know, I get like one warning a week from Instagram when I put like, I don't know, just my blurb for my podcast, just like the blurb of like, and then they're like, no, you're trying to glamorize sex work. Well, it was like, yeah, it fucking is glamorous though. Like, what do you want, what do you want me to say? Like, <laughs> but like, like it's solicitation. Oh, you're a sex trafficker. You're like, yeah, no. yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> clearly not. I'm doing a podcast. Like, fucking get a grip and then you know people like Bella Thorne or whoever the fuck else wants to put their vagina like literally full-on camel toe on there and she's allowed but that's really not anyway we could talk about this till we're blue in the face but people who are actually making money off Instagram like actually trying to work real sex workers who have OnlyFans whatever it's just difficult it's <laughs> so cute look there's a cat running across the screen right now just for everyone um, um, yeah wow so, you know, exactly. I'm not going to get crazy. Everyone who is on our side of things is, is unfortunately at this point experience it. And I think, you know, even some, some people who just do erotic photography have experienced it. It's just, it's like this big dragnet of, of stigma. And it, it's funny because you're absolutely correct. Like the last part I'll say about it, because I, I haven't gone to this part is I've had a full breakdown of the Instagram policy that's been updated since um, November. And the reason that it's getting more obtuse and more problematic is because they literally put in it that, oh, you know, it's fine to have some nudity or like suggestion if it's art or if you're, you know, an instructor. So you can put a pole dance video if you're a fitness instructor, but if it's soliciting any sort of sex work it is then in danger. And so the actual pole dancers 
are the ones getting the videos taken down. But, you know, if you say, oh, it's fitness, it's okay. <laughs> it makes me really sad and angry in my vagina. Like, everything literally makes me so angry. It is backward. Oh. So I, I know we wanted to be happy, and I am oh. as a person. Oh, yeah, we're so happy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, I still somehow just pull every ounce of happiness. And I usually, you know, this is the other reason I need more fats if anybody wants to come line up. Yes. Um, I get a deep amount of happiness, actually, from spanking people. So if anyone wants to give me some relief at any point, feel free. <laughs> Guys, check her out, okay? Her podcast Instagram is where you get a hold of her nowadays. <laughs> okay. Horrible. <laughs> we'll put the fucking link in the bio afterwards. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get on that Dominasty. <laughs> yeah, Dominasty. Do it, bitches. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for real. But um, yeah, outside of those things, it's it's a blast when we can. And the experiences like talking here and and the camaraderie I have with with the largely women but you know everyone with not to say that you know I've, I've also got some incredible gay male sex workers that I talk to and it's when you do get rid of that stigma I mean the groups that we have together are amazing yeah and the support that you have for each other is unparalleled yeah absolutely um, I agree I've heard similar stories from like the locker room but I don't know what that looks like now. Is it groups with camming? Yeah, there is. Yeah. I mean, I would never suggest working for a group just because they take so much of your fucking money. And like, I'm not about cutting someone in just to be in a WhatsApp group. Do you know what I mean? That's that, what can they do for you via cam? Like, I get it when you're in a club and you have a house mother or you have a fee to pay to work. I understand that because you're in the club, whatever. Um, but on cam, I don't agree with working for a group. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have worked for them when I first started, which is, I mean, when you first start anything, you have to have that little bit of support because you just don't know what the fuck yeah. you're doing. Um, oh, yeah. and I quickly realized I was like, I don't really need a cheerleader going make money today. That's basically what I'm paying you 50% of my money for. I'm like, no, Oh, oh, hell no. no. <laughs> oh, hell no. So, yeah, so I... Um, we got rid of pimps. I don't need that. <laughs> exactly, right? So I do have a few girlfriends who actually I have spoken to on on cam that are just basically pop into your inbox. They're just like, hey, girl, like, I really like your tits or, or I really like the way you, like, dress or, like, something, <laughs> or they'll pop into your cam. Yes. And so I'll be like, what's your number? Let's fucking talk. And they're, they're the people that are like, is it... Yes, I love that. That's my vibe. <laughs> oh yes to wear them out again will be a fucking dream <laughs> she's got her fucking right, harness I'm, on she's got a harness yeah, on top of her clothes i uh i yeah i mean i actually even when i have regular work i'm just i, I miss things you know i i do occasionally do some some pedestrian work to get by um, muggle muggle I, work <laughs> the muggle work exactly <laughs> it's begrudging to say the least but i'm still like all right, well, prepare for me to show up in this, though. It's still coming <laughs> like this. Um, but absolutely, uh, I, I guess the interest for me was more when I see um, different communities, I think certain um, communities have, like, this really sisterhood feel, you know, not not in the money structure or the work structure necessarily, but just, like, 
kind of the do or die, um, like I'm, I'm here to ride by your side situations and, um, and just not shaming the shit out of you. Yeah. (laughs) Right. For this. Oh, the thing is when you cross over from like stripper, sex work, whatever world, and then you go into a party when we could fucking go to a party and lick each other's faces, which we can't do anymore. But back in the day, yeah, I know. Um, I would be the one that'd be like, right, girls, everyone would gather around and everyone would be talking, be like, oh my God, my boyfriend, he's such a dick. He didn't load the dishwasher last week. And I'd be like, right, my boyfriend's a massive asshole because he didn't fuck me in my, like, ass. Or let's talk about anal. Let's talk about <laughs> this. So, that, so it would definitely be a completely different um, <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Right. So before you know it, you've got all the girls going, oh, my God. So you've got an anal training kit. Where do you get those? And I'm like, right. And so I was ended up giving all these fucking like, I don't know, links and giving them all my number. Like, right, try this, try that. And so I, I do really feel that, you know, begrudgingly, there are people in the muggle world that, you know, I think would be fucking fantastic in w- working in the sex industry. They just don't know how to get into it. And if they don't know how to get into something and they don't understand it, they instantly judge pe- people and things they don't understand. And so yeah. that's the big shame of it. You know, women aren't naturally supposed to hate on other women. They just fucking do because they don't understand. What they don't understand. That's what it is. So just like fucking yeah. read a book. Go and speak to a sex worker. If it's something that you're insecure about or you're afraid of or you want to get into, speak to one of us. We are not going to kill you or we're not going to eat you alive. Trust me. We are like sisters. Yeah. You know, I think it needs Drop to be... Drop into more. those yeah. DMs if you're on either page and just, yeah. you know, feel... Don't be shy about these things. The only thing that you have, I will say on the reverse side of that is that if you start like asking for the nerdy degree, like I've definitely had friends be like, well, I'm, I'm looking to get into BDSM. Like, will you show me how to get there? And I've just been like, okay, I can give you a starter's kit, but let's be honest. If I have to go beyond this point, like I might need to charge you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not your teacher. I'm not your free little hoe teacher. You could do it all. You could do this. You could do this by PayPal. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, that's the only thing that we ask is just respect and time. You know, that, that, that time you get it, you love it. You have a great conversation with us. Tip the shit out of us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, exactly. Especially now, but, uh, we're happy to share. I mean, I remember being in college and I hadn't been so out to people about what I was doing. I think some people just like, I can't believe I started baby doming when I was still in a dorm. And some people had a clue because if they watched, you know, me walking at two in the morning, sometimes with like latex <laughs> still like under my clothes, they'd be like, yeah. you know, some people out there have some secrets for sure. They're like, you remember that girl? She, uh, came in with some weird things. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think it's nice to just be open, like, and, and just ask, I think, like I said, you know, if you're if you're one of those people who's who instantly judges others, I mean, I'm not saying that I've never been. Like when I first worked in the strip club, that we are like pack animals a little bit when you first start out. Like it's like, you know, you have the British corner, then you have the Romanian corner, then you have the Brazilian corner, then you have the blah, blah, blah. and I'm just like fucking hell. Let's all mix together. We're human beings. Like doesn't matter where the fuck we come from. Anyway, so you'd have a lot of that. Oh my god, what's she wearing? Oh my god, she doesn't. You know, we've all been there, but. Now I'm fucking old as shit. 
I've realized <laughs> that there's no fucking point. Like, yeah. putting another person down is never going to make you feel better. And uh, yeah, I just think kindness is a virtue. Possess it if you can, you know? Uh, absolutely. And, you know, the kindness is is also, they're like, the sweet things that we do after I hurt you. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know what? I really fucking wish we had more time because I literally need I to know. go. I literally hate myself for it. Uh, um, no, we should do this. Okay. Why don't we just do another one? Okay. If you want. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I'm down. I was like, I do have some more questions too. I'm like, I, I mean, I want to know how bad American strippers' reputations are, <laughs> mostly because I know. I know all these. I, I literally can't answer it though because I'm going to go and like not literally another half an hour of waffle. But um, right, we should, can we just, let me just unpause this, right? Should we just like pause the recording? Then we could put this, should we put, should we wait for the next time? What should we do? Oh, um, well, I don't know. I sound like we're both busy ladies. I'd be, I'd be down to, well, haven't we got, we got what, 30 minutes in? We've got 30 brief? minutes of this. Well, 40, 45 minutes. We could put this out and then. We could tease people. To then we could be like, yeah, one. there'll be another one. All right. Okay. So we just put that in now and then I'll edit that bit out and then I'll send it. Over yeah. To you. Okay. Yeah. So we've realised that I've got to be a fucking slutty hoe and go to work now. Um, we are on an eight hour, is it eight hours or five hours time difference? It, different. It's, uh, we're on the five one, California is the eight, but so it's it's like 10 a.m. here. Um, I, I've got my coffee and I I also have to go, <laughs> go do some things, but like I have another hour, so I'm a little oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I've got You're to good. be a massive whore online and open my arsehole. I love it. Men. But um, we're going to do another episode where we can actually, both of us can say more questions because I know you've got a lot for me. I still have a lot for you. So yeah. Amazing. We'll, we'll book another one in, guys. Tune in next time and we will. Listen up, guys. We might even get into some juicy details. Who knows? By that time, maybe I will find a willing COVID-tested butt to use this harness because I haven't pegged someone in so long. Oh! <laughs> I'm really sad about it. Kind of gathering dust. Literally <laughs> gathering dust. I polish them. Every, you know, I'm literally thinking like, oh, I may just have to start polishing all of my pegs. <laughs> oh, such a massive shame. Oh, but know. it's been a dream talking to you. Why? Thank you. Stay nasty out there, folks. Oh, yes. Fucking stay nasty.